Hey guys, welcome back to Actually Adultish. Christina here, your host for today, tonight, this morning, whenever you're listening to this. And I'm super excited because I have a fan fave back on the podcast. We have the chickpea in the city, Addie Martinovic. Say hi, Addie. Hey, guys. Addie's my unofficial co-host now. (laughs) Kind of. I like to have her on. Everyone wants her on. Are you excited to be here? I'm so excited. I've been waiting for this all day because literally I haven't done anything all day. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, things are about to get really exciting. We have a really good topic today, but before we start... I'm really excited because we're going to do a really fun giveaway with one of my favorite companies in Addie's, Primal Kitchen. Primal Kitchen. We love you. So basically, recently they came out with a ton of amazing dressings and amongst their many other incredible products that we love. If you don't know this, there are like, there are very few companies food companies whose products I will eat and I'm literally obsessed with Primal Kitchen because the ingredients are so clean and they're just all Christina approved. They're paleo. They're delicious. And you just can't go wrong. So we're going to do a giveaway and it's going to be amazing. And the giveaway winner will win all the condiments that they offer. So you'll get the avocado oil, both Primal Kitchen mayos and all five dressings that they have. Their dressings are literally the only dressings I buy from the store. They have their Caesar, their ranch, their Greek, their honey mustard, their green goddess. So good. You use their dressings too, right, Addie? Yeah, I use their ranch before. I haven't tried the other ones, but the ranch literally lasts me like two weeks. It's, it's that good. so good. It's the best ranch ever. And I'm literally so happy that they have their Caesar now because Caesar is my ultimate weakness. And the Greek one is kind of like my go-to every day. It's so good. Oh, that sounds good. All of them are good. And avocado oil, I cook everything in it. Really good for high heat cooking. Also really good on salad dressings. And can we just talk about the mayo for a sec? Addie and I were talking about the mayo before we started recording she's shaking her head with wide eyes because she's like i don't know what to say it's so good like i'm obsessed with it well i had it earlier i was telling christina but put like a tablespoon of it with wild caught like salmon canned salmon oh my god it's a game changer i put it i did like i followed your suggestion and i did that yesterday with my salmon and cauliflower like roasted cauliflower and like just mixed it and oh my god i'm dead it sounds so good. I need to try that. Now it's, I want cauliflower. It's literally the best mayo. I all I can think about is everything I want to put it on. So also I feel like it's, we, we talk about mayo. It's really good for like summer with like tuna salad and like oh yeah. I don't know. Also like burgers. I feel like you know summer BBQ. Like a nice bison burger. Oh yes. <laughs> so into it. Okay, so if you want to enter the giveaway, what you need to do is you need to follow Actually Adultish on Instagram and you need to leave a rating and a review on iTunes and screenshot it and send it to actuallyadultish at gmail.com. And if you've already left a review, then you can instead join the Facebook group. So search Actually Adultish Podcast Nation on Facebook and join it. And 
leave a comment in the group saying what you're going to do with the dressings in avocado oil and mayo. That's everything. Yeah. That's a good that's a good giveaway. And if you want to shop Primal Kitchen, you should go to I'll leave the link below, but go to bit.ly slash primal capital ATL bit.ly slash primal capital ATL and then use the code addicted to lovely. I'll put that below in the show notes too. Use that code for 10% off. And that expires in September, so you can use that all summer long. And there's Addie's dog barking in the background. <laughs> but yeah, that code is the name of my blog, if you didn't know. So yeah, just repeating that. Go to bit.ly slash primal ATL. Bit.ly slash primal ATL. And then use the code addicted to lovely and you'll get 10% off. And you need that because I know you want all the dressings and the mayo and the avocado oil and their collagen bars and their new collagen fuel and everything. So, yes. Okay. Now that I'm done talking about how much I'm obsessed with Primal Kitchen, let's get into the real the real deal. Are you ready, Addie? I'm ready. So, the topic today is... Expecting the unexpected. Yes. So this came up because so Addie and I are graduating. We're getting older. Life is happening. And we've come to learn that a lot of unexpected things pop up. And you really can never make a plan. And Addie recently wrote a blog post which about this, which may or may not be up when this goes up. Are you posting it? Um, well, my first blog post I posted like two, what was that, two months ago before I went to California, I posted about yeah. my mom. But then this other experience I might post about when this goes up or by the time this goes up. Okay. So yeah, it might be there, but she, Addie wanted to come and talk about it real life. So why don't you share, basically your first blog post was about how your mom died earlier this year. Yeah. And dealing with that. And I mean, I don't know that, I feel like you can never expect a death really. I mean, you can, you know, like when people know what's coming, I guess, but even then still it's kind of. You know what I mean? Unexpected, yeah. yeah. I feel like it's always, like, you're never fully ready for it, even if you see it, like, somewhat coming. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I, like, I try to, like, I've been telling people this lately, so I'll start off by saying um, to those listening that I, um, last year in May, for those of you who haven't read my blog post, I found out that my mom was diagnosed with stage four sarcoma cancer, which is basically like a life-threatening cancer. And the life expectancy is um, between like 12 and 18 months. And so like when she found out about it, like we um, didn't, I mean, like we thought like it would be 18 months, but we had like most of the people who get diagnosed with this cancer, like it's found in their leg or their arms so they can just get it amputated but if it's found like elsewhere in your body it's basically like you're 
done for. So in a way we like, it's always one of those things where you like expect a death coming on because the cancer is so bad and you don't want to like say it out loud and be pessimistic because like then it's just like nobody needs that when someone in your life is going through cancer. But, um, it was just kind of like towards the end. Um, so like November and December, it was kind of like gradually like getting worse. So I'd say that was, um, like more so like somewhat you could see like maybe it was going to be expected. Um, but then of course, like when my mom actually did pass away, I was not expecting it. But then, um, what I'll, should I go into like what I'm going to say or should I, should I continue? No, just go into it. Yeah. Okay. So, um, my mom was like, obviously my best friend, as I'm sure many listening can relate. Um, and then I also have like another, I would, I called her like my second mom or like my grandma because I never was close with either one of my grandmas. Um, but she was my dad's sister, my aunt, and she was like in pretty good health, like perfectly fine. And I actually talked to her last Saturday, like on the phone, I was going to see the chain smokers, like everything was great. Um, she was going to come to visit for my graduation in two weeks. And then on Sunday, I texted her. And then on Monday, I was at work at Simple Mills. And like my dad sent me a, a text and my brother texted me and I was like, Oh my God, something's wrong. Something's happening. So I called my dad and my dad was like, I like, he was like super like a quiet voice. And he was like, I hate to tell you this, but like your aunt died. And I was just like in complete shock. And it was one of those moments where it's just like completely unexpected. Where so it was like with my mom, it was like she was sick. She had been sick for multiple months. She was like going under treatment. She was in the hospital. When I last saw her, like it was kind of a little bit different. Whereas like my aunt had just been at a um, Cleveland Indians baseball game that following like morning, like not even 12 hours before she died. And it ended up that she didn't show up to work on Monday. And my dad actually was the one that found her in her house, which is just, I can't even imagine finding like my sibling. Um, But yeah, it was just one of those things where I never expected like to lose my aunt within not even a six month time span from losing my mom, which was just absolutely insane. Um, And I'm still, I mean, it only happened like less than a week ago. Um, But, and when, this, whenever this comes out, it'll have been more time, mm-hmm. obviously. But yeah, it's just still like crazy to think about. And now I'm kind of like, now that I'm done with school, technically I graduate and um, my graduations this coming week, but I'm like officially can just like focus on this now. And I'm still kind of like, how is this like happening? But yeah, so that's um, my story of how something so unexpected can just like literally pop up out of nowhere. Do you feel like you do you feel like you've processed it at all like now? Um I think it's like hard because I was talking to my brother um so I have an older brother who's 3 years older than me and he's like the only one I want to talk to when like my mom died he was the only one I wanted to talk to and it's interesting because people on Instagram and social media say I have such like a positive outlook on everything which I try to have cuz my point is my thank you my point of view is just that like I can't continue like I need to just keep moving forward you know like I like last year was just so I felt like so many like bad things were just happening constantly in a row that it was just like you have to find the good out of like all of the bad stuff basically which sounds kind of like 
uh, no duh. But at the same time, it's just like, I don't know. I, so anyway, like I was saying, I, um, like, I just want to talk to my brother and like when my family, like my cousins and everything, when they reach out to me, I just like, I don't answer text messages. I don't like, I just stay secluded because the only people I want to talk to are like my close friends, like Instagram community, for example, bloggers, like that is what makes me happy, which like, I feel like the average person would be like, I just want to talk to my family. But I kind of like tend to push things away and focus more on like my passions. So it like kind of distracts me from everything. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I was still, like I said, it hadn't even, it hasn't even been six months since my mom's passed away. So I'm kind of just like, it doesn't feel real that like my aunt is gone now too. And it's like, I can't even process that first because I'm still processing my mom. So it's like basically now having to process like two deaths at once. And then in the meantime, like I haven't even graduated. So I'm like still trying to focus on that. Yeah. So when like people were texting me and everything this week, I was like, I can't like, I can't talk to anybody. Like I, and I ended up, I think I might've told you this, but I was like crying in my lift because I was like, I wasn't, I was like fine at the moment. And then my Lyft driver overheard me talking to my other aunt and he was like, I'm so sorry for your loss. And I just started bawling and I was like, Oh "Oh my God. I was like, thank you. Like, and usually I told him, I was like, I try to stay so positive because I feel like there's so many positive like things, which we will get to in this podcast. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm still like, it's just like you, when you think of it, you're like, is this real? Like, and then you, it always, I tell people like with deaths, it like always feels like kind of unreal slash real when you like want to go to text the person, mm-hmm. especially now we're like so into technology that you're just like, I want to text that person or call that person. Like, and then yeah. that person, like you can't, that's like the one thing that just like gets me. It, but yeah. And I think also kind of going off of the texting thing, it's hard when it's someone who's younger and somebody who has like I have friends who have passed away who you know their Facebook profile is still up their Instagram profile is still up and it's just there mm-hmm. and that makes it feel like less real you know yeah as well but I think also another thing is how these unexpected things can happen at what might seem like the worst time like for example you're in the middle of finals about to graduate and she died and your aunt died. And like, I remember like I was in my grandma died like two years ago. It was right in the middle of finals or like my, my really close friend, her uncle died last quarter during finals. And I just remember being like, why is everybody dying during finals? Like, this is like literally the worst time. Literally. I mean, there's never a good time. Yeah. (laughs) But like finals, you're like, I think in those moments, like it, it makes it seem like everything's crashing down at once, kind of, and it's a lot to handle. Yeah. And that's why I think it's so amazing how you can have such a good outlook. And I people, I know a lot of times people will just feel like they just don't even know what to do with themselves. You know, yeah. how do I get through graduating and finals and dealing with work or all this other shit I have to do when I, this just happened, you know? Yeah. It literally, like, when my dad told me that my aunt passed away on Monday, I was, like, in, I kid you not, in the process of photoshopping a picture of a chocolate chip cookie. And I'm, like, this is literally the least of my problems yeah. right now. I oh was, like, God. I cannot believe And, like, 
I just like took a second, like my whole, like I talked about this or I will in my blog post, but how like last year, um, like the first time, like I lost someone like in my life, which like, I won't go into detail, but like, I got this sensation. Like, I don't know if you've ever felt this where like, you literally cannot feel your body like uh, at all. It's just like, you're completely like numb. numb. Yeah. And like I always like understood when people said that, like, oh, you're numb, like, you know, whatever. And I was like, okay, can you, are you really like numb? No, but you're actually, actually it's like numb. your legs, yeah. like you can't even feel like it's just like you're frozen. Um, and that's how I was. And I was like staring at this chocolate chip cookie on the screen. And I was like, I like, nah, I can't see anything. Like I'm staring at something right now, but just like nothing is in front of me. Like it's just. I don't know. It's, like, a weird concept. Also, with the numb thing, I mean, have you ever literally, like, I would read it in books, like, she crumbled to the floor, and I didn't really understand that until I actually, like, moments where things were so bad that I literally, I was like, I literally, you crumble, like, to No, literally, yeah. The first time it happened to me, I was, like, on the phone with my best friend, and I was like, oh, my God, like, I was really angry at someone, and I just, like, who like is no longer in my life. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, Oh my God. Like I ended up like walking like two miles home from whole foods. <laughs> and I was like, I sat down on a, like I literally crumbled on a front step of like a shop and I was just bawling. And I'm like, wow, this is really my lowest point. It's like, yeah, I don't know. I guess in a way, I also think that unexpected things are harder when you're a planner you know for people yeah. who are really plan planner e plan well, i don't yeah. know what the word is <laughs> you know what or- i mean organized yeah i guess and oriented i don't know like everything in my life i schedule oh yeah if some random thing happens that wasn't scheduled i get totally blown off course no yeah that's how like how my aunt was supposed to come here the week after graduation and now i'm just like now I have to go home. Like everything is just crazy. And I'm like, can it be June already? Like I can't. And I hate thinking ahead. Like I try to focus on the moment, but I'm like, I wish it was just a month from now. I feel like you don't think ahead, which is helpful for you. (laughs) I'm the worst. You're literally. For those listening. You're planning backwards. Yeah. Christina is very organized. I kind of do everything either last minute or basically last minute yeah it stresses me the fuck out Addie will be like oh my god my senior thesis is due in an hour and I'm like she's scrambling to do it and I'm like oh my god I printed my senior thesis this week two hours before it was due (laughs) it's fine guys it worked out and it was 30 pages long and here I am thriving okay well can we talk about I think it's important to sort of move on like how you I like how you have your positive outlook and you still do life you know like yeah it 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 makes me sad when you know unexpected things are gonna happen and hard things are gonna happen but you can't just sit in your bed and cry and not leave your bed for three weeks exactly like your life is still gonna go on and like you still have to do real life and that's not helping anybody sitting there But at the same time, I also think it's a really bad idea when people try and pretend like it didn't happen and just distract themselves and go the other to the other extreme, if that makes Mm -hmm. sense. 
Yeah. You know, there has to be a way to acknowledge it and let yourself feel sad and accept those emotions and let them ride out, but also still, you know, still do life, still live. You can't just hide in yeah. a corner. Exactly. Like, I, right when my mom died, I literally was exactly like that. And my best friend was like, you need to, like, let yourself, like, be sad. Yeah. Which, like, I feel like I didn't at first. Um, It was weird. The weekend, like, after my mom died, I, like, the day after, I was, like, doing yoga. And I was like, I feel great. Like, I'm obviously not great. But, like, I'm going to move on, whatever. And then, like, the Saturday I was supposed to leave for her funeral, I got so sick. I was like, I like this is the last thing I want to do like I just absolutely I don't even want to go like all of this stuff and I ended up like on the plane I probably I think I told you this but for those not listening or for those listening um on the plane there I ended up throwing up in the plane I was like I just felt so sick the guy I had been talking to um like all last year or like last summer texted me and then like I it was just like a pattern like a domino effect of just like bad things happening so like I didn't feel good then I was like on this plane like late at night this guy texts me because I told him about my mom and then I literally threw up like five times after that TMI but sorry guys this is real life and then like I was just like so nauseous and I was like this is like I need to accept this like I need to accept that this is happening and like the emotional like toll this is taking is like affecting me in certain ways and it's just like it's what it is and then like I'd say what for is, about a month what does that look yeah. like for you accepting it I would say just like now that I've processed it for a while is like there are those times especially like say last night like I my roommate invited me to go out with her and her friends and like I just didn't want to because I was like I need a second to just like be alone and like listen to music and like for me that's like what I found is like accepting it is just like I found such like a passion with like music lately which I feel like sounds weird because everybody likes music but like music has helped me like cope Mm -hmm. and just like if I go on the train or like or journaling too like I think journaling is huge like when it comes to grieving um and just like recording your thoughts in a journal or like typing it out even like helps yeah i was gonna say i feel like talking about it in whatever context that means whether that means to a friend or to yourself like because i feel like people just hide they'll be like yeah she died but or yeah Yeah. this happened but it's not really acceptance like yeah and then i um ended up fine after i posted about it which was like so I posted about my mom's death in, like, March. So it was, like, two months after it happened. And, like, that was the first time anyone – I told anyone on social media. And, like, right when it happened, I was, like, I don't need to tell 40,000 people that my mom yeah. just died. Like, I was not mentally ready for that. I was, like, I don't even want to talk to my cousins. How am I going to tell random strangers on the internet that my mom died? Um, well, you don't but owe anyone. Exactly. And, like, so many people said, like, you don't owe anyone that. Like, you don't need to tell anybody. And I didn't even want people from my high school to know because – I wasn't even like friends with them. Um, and that's another thing. Like I had people reach out to me that like, I never even spoke to in high school. And it's obviously so sweet when people do that, but it's just like one of those things. Like I just want to talk to my family and my friends, yeah, like, you know? I totally know so then I like had an epiphany when I like, before I wrote that post and I was just, just like, I want people to know about this. Like I want people to know that you can experience these things. Like, 
I never in a million years thought I would lose my mom, especially before I graduated. And like, it can happen, but you can find things that like can help you overcome it and like get through it. So like I found music and I found yoga and I found cycling and like even just talking to Instagrammers and meeting people, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. But then there comes the other side of it where it's like when that comes too far, I think, I mean, with us, for example, who have both had disordered eating, that's mm-hmm. a, a classic example of co- a coping mechanism for something going the wrong way. Yeah. No, I actually was telling someone about this the other day because I was like, I feel like I've you like I definitely at first, especially and when I my mom was diagnosed with cancer, I was just like cycling and um, yoga are like that's all I do. Like that's what I focus my time to, whatever. But then it's like like days like today, I just like get coffee with a friend and I literally didn't do anything. I didn't do a spin class and like it's just nice to like, that's like a balance, you know, because I never want to just depend on just working out as my like no coping I think that, because of disordered eating. Yeah, I think that people need to really like look within themselves and be okay. I think a lot of it goes back to people who aren't okay being alone mm-hmm. with people who have a hard time coping and grieving and you yeah. have to learn to be okay being alone and be with your, being with your own thoughts and listening to your thoughts and accepting what you're afraid of and accepting how you're feeling and like you can't overcome it if you won't even face it you know yeah exactly that's how I feel like with like I was thinking about this the other day and this is a whole other podcast within and of itself but like dating people and I'm like I feel like I'm trying to find something like because I'm coping and that's Mm -hmm. like why I'm trying to like go on all of these dates and like meet so many people and not even just like guys just Mm -hmm. like friends in general like I'm just constantly trying to surround myself yeah or looking for something like outside yourself you know looking for someone else to fill that hole but someone else isn't gonna fill that hole I don't think I think that's what's hard is people will look for something else to fill it when you need to fill it yourself yeah But, I mean, so what do you do? Okay, we say, we're like, the title of this is Expect the Unexpected, but you can't really expect it. That just means, like... Well, it's kind of like saying, like, expect that things can get thrown your way. Yeah. That you you won't see coming. And, like, that's where I feel like we go into, like, the positive outlook of this is, like, with the post I'm writing or, like, in the process of writing is that, like, I went into college expecting one thing I expected to come out with my mom and my aunt. And like, I expected to have like a business degree and all these things that are not happening. But then on the other hand, I didn't expect to have a blog. I didn't expect to be talking to you right now. You know what I mean? Like, it's just interesting how all of that works. I think, well, nothing fun comes if everything's planned so true you know like you're the planner yeah I know well that's the thing though it's like I plan everything but if nothing ever went awry then my life I would know exactly what was coming and it would be so boring but I feel like I'm such a planner because I know things are always gonna pop up so then the things that it mitigates my stress to plan 
what exactly. I can. You need to have like somewhat of a, a relative idea. Mm-hmm. So it's like I came into college having somewhat of an idea of what I wanted to do and like where things were going to go. And like mm-hmm. they kind of turned out that way, yeah. sort of. And how sometimes things that you literally think are the worst thing in the world can turn into the best, you know, like. I don't know, even in deaths, maybe somebody dies, but maybe that opens up a new relationship with somebody else in your life through that. Or maybe, you know, maybe you find a new passion through it and that totally changes your life. And I was talking to Addie about this earlier, like with me, like when I got sick a few years ago, I honestly, I thought I was going to die and I thought I couldn't see how anything positive could ever come from that. But it was that that launched me into blogging and it was that that helped me meet a ton of new people. And it was that that made me realize how passionate I am about health and nutrition and eventually like showed me my passion in life and got me into what I'm doing. And I'm a completely different person now. And I'm so grateful that I got sick because I don't want to be anyone other than who I am right now. You know, and exactly. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be this person. I wouldn't have all these opportunities. I wouldn't, you know, I felt like that, that ended up giving me a purpose. Whereas yeah. before I felt like I didn't have a purpose. And at that time, I literally felt like I was in this black hole. And I literally, I just felt like my only options were I was going to be sick forever or I was literally going to die. Mm-hmm. And that was just how it was going to be. And I was, I couldn't see past it. And then... I came out of it and it was way better than before. And that was something I never did. You, when you like, you were going through that, like, did you think like, did you expect that like one day, like you would be better and like one day you would overcome it? No, I thought I was going to be sick forever because I went literally months of doctors and doc- upon doctors. I mean, I quit school so that I could go to different doctors. I spent Monday through Friday 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. I was visiting different specialists, different doctors. It was like it was my job. And nobody knew what was going on. I got so many obscure, weird-ass tests done to me. And nobody could figure out what was going on. I just kept losing weight. My body wasn't responding to food. Everything was making me sick. And, mm-hmm. I mean, to spend months feeling like that, I just felt like there was no hope. Like, how could I have seen over 50 doctors and taken all of these tests and spent all of my savings and there's no clue like you know you feel yeah, like there's insane. no way I can get better so that's how like I literally felt like there's I mean they're gonna be sick like this forever which is depressing AF because I can't do anything yeah or I'm actually gonna die yeah yeah and so in that moment it feels like you know it doesn't get better yeah but there's always, I don't know, something is, uh, that's why I think it's also important to really open yourself up to new opportunities always. As somebody who is a planner, as we talked about, that's always hard for me. Like, I don't, I don't go out of my way to put myself in uncomfortable situations and I don't try new things. Yeah. Because I like what I'm used to. But... And I am, I'm scared of the unexpected, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you never know, like, how it's going to turn out. Yeah. But if I never did anything unexpected, then nothing good would come from it either. 
Exactly. I was talking to my friend about this the other day, how, like, it's crazy to think about how, like, you don't know how long something is going to last. Like, you don't know, like, how long you're going to be at your current job for, how long you're going to be talking to someone for, how long, like, someone's going to be in your life. Like, but then I think those moments just, like, or when you think about that, it just, like, makes you appreciate, like, where you're at right now. So, like, Mm -hmm. I'm so thankful for, like, the blogger friends I have right now. And while I can't foresee the future of, like, who I might meet in a few months or, like, what I might be doing with my blog in a few months, it's nice to just know, like, I don't know. There are always better things that are to come. And, like, there are always not-so-great things that are to come. But, like, I don't know. In both, like, on both sides of it, like, things still, like, I don't know. There's always a positive out yeah. of everything I mean, is how I like try to view it. Yeah. Like for, and that's what I was saying before, like with every relationship lost, there's room yeah. for new ones. You know, I spent so much of my life feeling so sad about relationships I was losing and just feeling like I would never really have real friends. And then I see yeah. my friendships now and I'm like, what the hell? Like, like literally Addie and I, <laughs> I, as soon as I think about this, I go, what the fuck, Addie and I? <laughs> I can't imagine not talking to Addie every second of every day. Literally. But You know what's funny? Wait, I have to interrupt you because last night I was like crossing the street and I was like, I feel so depressed and like so lonely. And I was like, but you know, there's always Christina. <laughs> and I was like, I know if I text her right now, she'll probably text me back within 30 minutes. <laughs> so like guys you'll find that friend i get anxiety sometimes you'll text me at like 4 a.m because you're going to 5 a.m soul cycle and i'll wake up and i'll be like (laughs) addy texted me i have to respond that's friendship no but you know and i mean when do we become friends like in august maybe september no oh really i think it was like november honestly Basically, I mean, a year ago today, I didn't know who the fuck Addie was. <laughs> I actually remember. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're going to die. You remember, like, the DM you sent me? Because I've had multiple friends of mine tell me that. No, no, I don't, actually. But I remember oh, okay. um, I remember seeing your profile on Instagram and, like, looking through it. But I was like, oh, I don't want to follow her. Life, I didn't want to follow you. Just, like, I scrolled through and I didn't want to follow you. And so, like, I had seen you. You know, you, I skipped you. <laughs> and then I forget what it was that made me follow you a few months later. Because I thought that it was honestly because your name was Chickpea in the City. And I thought that your whole thing was going to be about chickpeas. And I was like, I can't roll you with like, this because I'm pale, you. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't roll with the chickpea upset. Now when I tell people, like, I don't eat hummus, like, they don't think it's funny. I'm like, it's kind of awkward. Like, I'm not, like, I don't really eat hummus. And they're like, uh, uh. I'm like, okay. This went south really quick. Oh, my God. You have to change your name to, like. Taco. Yeah, Taco in the City. Taco in the City isn't good. Dixon, did you see my Instagram yesterday? I want to open a restaurant that has tacos, meatballs, and coffee. Yeah, meatball in the city. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god wait that would be good that would except be i feel like people would get the wrong impression so dirty people yeah i don't <laughs> meatball in the city <laughs> but yeah see something positive came out of that like also 
I mean, if you relate this to school with majors, it's like how people get so worked up about majors and what major they should do and what job Literally. What career path. And I'm just so like, worked up. don't worry about it because honestly, figure out, I mean, yeah, get a job now, but you're probably going to change your career in like six months. So I took a career class this semester and it was a pretty stupid, but B, <laughs> it was like, I'm going to be real. Um, so many people were like, I'm so worried about what I'm going to do. I'm like, honestly, just work like a regular paying job, yeah. like just something to get by and pay your rent and like worry about what you actually want to do. Like in the meantime, like in your spare time, mm-hmm. because whatever you major in is probably not going to like relate to your job. Unless you're like, I mean, if you major in, like, chemistry and then you're a doctor, like, that's one thing. But, yeah. But even then, let's say you switch what you want to do and it has nothing to do with what you did before. Like, you can always make something work, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know people who went – I was just – I was talking to my friend and she was talking to somebody who went through college, went through law school, and then after she passed the bar – was like, wait, I want to be a doctor. <laughs> Went back and literally did that. I mean, if you really have the drive, you can do it. You can literally. And I yeah, mean, yeah, I. What were you gonna say? No, I mean, I was just like, gonna say. I mean, the same thing with me. Oh. Like, I totally switched what I thought I was gonna do, and I don't care. You make it work. You find a way to make it work. Yeah, exactly. And look, you're graduating. Yeah, I'm done. My friend commented on my that Instagram and was like, think big dreams and they will be yours. So that's what you all should do. It's true. I just worry that young people have all this pressure on themselves to make all these decisions and they feel like they're locked in or at least I had that experience and I know people still having this experience because people will DM me and ask me what major they should major in and like what they should do with their lives. And I'm like, whoa. No, people say that to me too. I'm like, do, figure it out yourself. it's okay if it can change but do you feel i also think that having my mindset even though i'm still a planner my mindset about a lot of things i feel like is much more balanced now ever since i had a major unexpected thing happen to me i guess does that make sense yeah, no, that does. I feel like when you when you have something in your life big happen that you weren't expecting and it just kind of changes everything. Yeah. It helps you, in general, change your perspective about planning things and working with what life throws at you. Yeah. And sometimes that's another thing. No matter what it is, I think if I had never had that experience, I would still be so uptight about every decision I make I'm thinking about right now how would I be feeling graduating I'd probably be freaked the fuck out being like what am I gonna do feeling like whatever I picked to do was gonna destine my entire life you know all of these crazy pressures and so that's what I hear so many of my friends and peers saying and I'm like oh my god you guys calm down it's not life or death yeah literally yeah and then you think like you guys are freaking out about this like I've had other like yeah I've had actual life or death situations happen to me and like you're freaking freaking out about your major like it just goes to show like when certain things like that do happen to you like say you're so severely underweight or you lose someone in your life or like you go through a bad breakup or like you like you're not friends with like a certain group of friends like it just goes to show like how 
it's not like certain things that you think like trivial things are not the end of the world. Yeah. You know, it's like sad. It's I used to that's sort of how I was coping with it when I was really sick or when I first started to get better, when I first started to get better and like I went back to school, I felt myself starting to stress out about really stupid things again. And in my head, this might sound really fucked up, but whatever. This is Mm -hmm. honestly helped me Mm -hmm. in my head. I would be stressed out about say getting an assignment done or getting, getting a B or something. I was worried just like dumb i never gotten a b before <laughs> but but i would be like oh my god if i don't do this perfectly i might not get an a and then in my head my internal battle i would say to myself well i really couldn't give a shit if i don't get an a because i also could have died a month ago yeah exactly you know? like or you know you're stressed out about one thing and it's like okay well what if i woke up tomorrow and got diagnosed with a brain tumor yeah is this really worth stressing out about no it never is. That's like how I think. That's how I, that's why I feel like I do everything last minute just because I'm like, this is so trivial to the grand scheme of my life and like what I want to do. Um, I mean, for like when in speaking of school, not like other things doing mm-hmm. stuff last minute, but just like with my senior project, I was like, okay, I know I'm graduating. I have a job like this does not matter. <laughs> so like, sorry to my education. <laughs> You guys listening are probably like, wow, she is crazy. That was a stupid project, though. I don't even understand the point of these, of these like, projects. Neither do I. Well, that's, like, that's how I feel about education. This is going to go off on a whole other thing. I know. Education in general. <laughs> People listening like, are probably like, what? Is shit really relevant? I mean, I've talked about this. I've beaten this to death. But I'm just like, why the hell do I have to study this randomized topic yeah. And waste my time taking tests when there are such larger issues in this world. Exactly. Like, there are so many more important things. Like, I'm better off spending my time doing something that makes me happy and nourishes my soul. You know? Like, I don't want to study the geography of some random-ass country I'm never going to go to. How is yeah. that helping me? And stressing out about doing a paper about it. Like, I don't know. But unexpected things. And I think also within breakups, I feel like that's a big one. That is a big one. People, like, really get their heart set on being with somebody for forever. I think that's also why, though, people get trapped in relationships. I know so many people who have been dating somebody for, like, two three four five six seven eight nine ten years and they're not happy that's when i think i'm like okay a you're not happy b the second you break up your whole world is going to crumble to the ground like no joke but it doesn't have to if you just switched your mindset it doesn't literally it was so funny i always think back because like the last guy i like really liked i was like so devastated and then like not even a week later, I got, like, a call to do an event with Nike. And I was like, this just goes to show that, like, your world, like, bad things happen and better things can come out of it. Like, you think this is bad, but you can just, like, prove to the universe that you are powerful and, like, 
you will conquer life basically. Cause like, especially this week after my aunt dying, I just kept testing or I kept telling my brother, I was like, I swear to God, God is testing me like one thing after the next. And like in the same day, like it was so windy. Um, because it's obviously super windy in Chicago, and I was standing on the street corner, and like <laughs> my glasses lit so fucking stereotypical fell off of my face, and I was like, "God, like literally, what more could you do to me?" Wait, there's. I'm sorry, I'm dead because there's this little. I don't know if this is a chain or if it's just. I just know there's a restaurant that's like a really small pizza place yeah. in my town that's called the Windy City, Shut Chicago. Up. Like it's called the Windy City, Chicago. No way. Do they sell deep dish pizza? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Gina's dog. I'm sorry I have to interrupt this, but Gina's dog is playing with a ball right now and literally has her head, like, under a blanket, and it looks really funny. Oh, God. But that's really funny. But, yeah, I was just like, God is testing me. What more could be thrown my way? But then I just keep thinking, like, okay, something is going to come my way that's, like – better than all of this yeah and related to that i think that it's something better is gonna come because you have that mindset like i know so many people don't believe in this or it sounds hokey or whatever but the whole manifesting thing manifesting your destiny you know and i tell my friends i have friends who just complain and talk about nothing's ever gonna change and blah 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 and i'm like well yeah it's not if you keep telling yourself that but the second you you just have a different mindset like that something could change something exciting could happen you don't know the future and the second you basically ask the universe to hand you something better it will whether or not you realize it exactly and that's why i just i don't know i i'm everyone knows i like to complain (laughs) (laughs) And I believe I believe strongly in complaining and getting your your feelings out there. But then you have to hop back the next second and you know and be like exactly that's what it's all about. It's about having that like knowing that balance and finding that like like I'm the same way. And especially like before I found yoga and like before all of this happened to me, I'd say I was just like the queen like HBIC. Like I was (laughs) always complaining. Like I was like this sucks. Like everything. Like I would just complain about the stupidest things. And I mean, like, even now, like, I will catch myself complaining about the stupidest things. And I'm like, calm down. We do. But then it's like five seconds later, we do something to fix it. Or five seconds later, we're like, okay, I complained, but now this is good. And this is how it's going to change. It's balancing it, like you said. And like finding like, like, I'll find like going back off of the wind. I'll like literally be walking down the street and I'm like. I hate the wind so much. And then I'm like, wow, I really love living here. Like, I'm so thankful. Like, I'm just, like, so back and forth. I'm just crazy. But, yeah, it's just, like, finding that, like, you know. That reminds me of something I saw the other day that I really liked. It was um, Melissa Ambrosini, I think, who said it. Do you follow her? She's great. She's amazing. You guys should follow her if you don't. She also has a really good podcast that I love. Um... The Melissa Ambrosini show. But yeah. Anyways, what she said was basically that gratitude and like anger or like frustration can't exist at the same time. So whenever you're feeling upset and angry and resentful, 
immediately think, what am I grateful for? You know, and you immediately yeah. switch it. And you can't feel the same things at once. You exactly. know? And ever since I, she said that so clearly, I was like, whoa. That's, that's pretty so cool. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, I really like that. And I think people hear shit like that and they're like, they don't actually take a tar and actually do it. I don't care how stupid you feel doing it. Say it in your mind. I'm grateful for this. That's like how I feel like talking to my, like I was talking to the um, friend I met earlier today and I was just like, we were talking about mindfulness and all of that. And I was saying how when bad things happen, like with my aunt dying, like I told my dad yesterday, I was like, find the good in the day. Like there's something to be like grateful for today. And I feel like when you're not, when you don't have that mindset, you're just like, okay, you're just full of bullshit. Like mm-hmm. shut up. And like, you're just like a yogi, like whatever. Yeah. Um, and all of this like woo woo stuff. But um, I don't know. It's like the more you just like actually focus and think about it, the more you're like, I don't have to complain as much as I do. Like there's so many things to be grateful for, but it's like the same with grieving. Like, I can find a time to grieve and then I can find a time to actually just like focus on my passions and like focus my grief into that. And yeah, it's the same thing. Like, yeah. There's a time to be negative and there is a time to like primarily be positive and put like your positive energy forth. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. I think that, I don't know, just do something, you know, if you're not when you're upset about something or complaining about something or feeling sad about it you accept it and then okay twist that into something more productive exactly make a friend on instagram do a podcast with actually adult (laughs) yeah call me up and we can set up a podcast man yeah oh my god yeah like this This is is basically my therapy my favorite podcast episodes are the ones that are sort of unexpected you know exactly because I feel like that's like how blog posts are too I feel like yeah like my worst blog posts are the ones that are about recipes the the ones ones. yeah the planned ones but then the ones that I'm just like all of a sudden I feel like writing Mm -hmm. get like the most views yeah the ones that I think of at 2 in the morning and then just write yeah right you like whip out your computer and you're like if I don't do this now I'm never gonna do it and then I write a book no bit. You do write really long posts. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I love it. I like, I love reading people. Like I'd rather read more than just see like photos. I know. And I feel like people have lost reading. I was thinking about this. I was like, I feel like I'm the only person left who's still like writing. <laughs> oh my God. I wrote, um, for, I took a social media class guys. And, um, one of the questions on my exam was, is Google making us stupid? That's literally the world we're living in. What was the answer? My answer was, yes, Google is making us stupid because... Oh, a short answer? <laughs> yeah, it was... No, it was like essay, but I, I wrote like it was like answer. multiple choice. Okay, well, what did you say? Oh, I just basically said, yes, Google is making us stupid because we're like relying on artificial intelligence. And like we read this article that was like, do you realize when we go on websites, we just all all we want is the answer. So we'll literally skim a page. We don't even read it. Like mm-hmm. we can't even read one full page of an article. And I'm like, wow, that's depressing. And that's why people don't read books. And it's like, now we have audiobooks because nobody can even 
look at something. Like they have to listen to it. <laughs> like I know. This is why I just hate sad. our graduation. Or I said our graduation. Yeah. I meant our generation. <laughs> oh yeah. No, our generation is in deep shit. We need to start going back to our roots and reading words and being in touch with our emotions and detaching from social media and living a real life. I don't know. I realized this the other day. I was like, I will walk like for 30 minutes down streets and across intersections looking at my phone the entire time. Like I look up at my eyes because it's strained from looking at a screen. And I'm like, this is unacceptable, Christina. I'll have those moments sometimes. I mean, I have really bad eyes in general, but I'll just like close my eyes and they burn. <laughs> and I'm like, this is not okay. I hope people listening can relate, but I'm sure they can. I mean, the only time I see you is through a screen. Sadly, that's true. Sadly, that's true. It's really sad. I need you to move to California. I know. I want to. I'm gonna visit again. I think this. Fall, summer, I don't know. The chickpea takes Los Angeles. Round two. Round two. Round two. Yeah. Okay. More like well, the chickpea to Marijuana round like five, six, seven, eight, and nine. <laughs> and yeah, ten. I know. So in sum, basically we're saying, obviously you can't actually know what the unexpected will be, but just be open to unexpected things happening yeah Yeah. and when unexpected things happen feel them accept them and then figure out how you can spin it and move forward positively exactly and radiate good energy through something you love to do whether it's cooking walking down the street or doing a podcast yeah, listen to a podcast. Reach out to a friend. Meditate. Meditate. Paint. I need to meditate. Paint. I need to meditate. Go to a movie by yourself. That actually sounds kind of fun. Yeah, it does. It's like one of my favorite things to do. Go take a walk along the beach. People watch. I love to people watch. I love to people watch and then like think about like who the person is, you know, like what's their story <laughs> yeah I'm the only one who does <laughs> no I always do that that's why when I go to restaurants my favorite thing I like to get if they have those window seats like the high bar where you look yeah. out the window and then I like to just watch people interact and like come up with their stories and it's really it's like how I used to play dolls when I was five and now I'm doing it with real people <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of, like the movie Life Size with Tyra Banks. Oh my god, the movie's golden. That movie's so good. Oh Tyra. Okay. Tyra. Well, thanks for joining me, Addie. Thanks for having me and thanks for listening always, guys. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Addie, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you? You guys can follow me on Instagram, chickpea in the city. Um, and then my website is chickpeainthecity.org. And yeah, that's mainly it. I mean, I have Snapchat and Instagram and or, and Twitter and Pinterest, but I like barely use those. So Don't follow her on Snapchat because I'm trying to end Snapchat because I hate it. <laughs> I want everybody to get off Snapchat. I need to like, get off Snapchat, but I basically just use it to like be funny with my roommate. So it's like whatever. 
I basically just don't use it. So people keep adding me and I'm like, can we just get rid of this? Weirdest people add me though. And I block them all the time. I'm like, you, you aren't even a real person. I don't think so. (laughs) This is useless. Okay. Well, God. Bye guys. Well, before, before I head out, I'm just going to let you know that you should definitely leave a rating interview on iTunes. You should enter our giveaway with Primal Kitchen. It's, oh, I should have said this at the beginning. Well, you only, you only get to enter if you stay through the whole episode. It's going to end in two weeks. So we'll give you till the end of May for this one. And... Then we'll announce the winner on Instagram. So if you want to know who the winner is, you should probably follow us on Instagram. And, yeah, thanks for joining. And join the Facebook group if you haven't already. It's so much join, fun. Join, join, join. We'll share our favorite recipes and other sneak peeks. And I'm going to keep telling secrets about Addie's dating life until our Almost. next Tinder Bumble <laughs> Yeah, guys, our next podcast is going to be about dates. And hopefully by that time, I'll have gone on maybe a few more. I don't want to go on a date. You know, it would be fun if we, like, somehow recorded it. Like, but I feel like that just, like, threw us over. Wait, I know somebody who did that. No way. Like, we could honestly turn it into a show at that point. No, it's illegal. It's illegal? I wouldn't doubt it. It's illegal to, like, record someone on a date and, like, publish it without them knowing. That's, That's so scary. Oh, my God. Someone asked me on a date. <laughs> now? Oh, God. What? Wait, someone just asked you on a date just now? No, I'm saying someone should so I can talk about a date oh. on the episode, too. Girl, it'll happen. I'm not getting on Bumble or Tinder. Okay, You'll whatever. You'll meet someone at um, Erewhon. Yeah, that's where I want to meet someone. TBH. Right? We'll see how it... Or the farmer's market tomorrow. We'll see. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Yeah, expecting the unexpected. Just open. All right. We're going to peace out now. But thanks for joining. Hope you enjoyed. And we'll talk to you again next week. Bye. Bye.